This is Channel 253. In this episode of What Say You? Kindness is free. You make a choice to give it. And if every one of us did it, that's the solution to what we're dealing with now in this world, this United States of America. Mm. That's what we're dealing with now. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. What say you? Real sisters. Real talk. What say you? Down-to-earth conversations between sisters about life, work, family, and the pursuit of an anti-racist community. Hi, I'm Audrey. And I'm Melanie. What What say you? Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. What's up? Oh, you've been traveling. I miss seeing you. You've been gone. Where you was in Dallas or Phoenix or something? I was both, actually. Yeah. Um, But I'm home now. Mm. Looking forward to the coming weeks and hoping that it rains. (laughs) So my lawn to stay green. So you don't have to water your grass. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. Not Uh asking for, I don't ask for a whole lot. (laughs) And what I ask for is free. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, And while you were gone... My documentary, The Peace Queen, premiered yes. at the Washington State History Museum. And so I just want to say, whew, I got the exhale, girl. I'm glad. I bet done. that was a lot. I heard it. You said it went well. Yeah, it was It was amazing. It was magical, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to have a project of that magnitude. You know, that was big. Yes. I went to the Nobel Peace Prize ceremony in Oslo and a film crew and $75,000 later, right? All those stresses of trying to figure out how to get that $75,000 and get this documentary. And so that was like the culmination. And to have the audience respond in such a positive way and yeah, so that's my check-in. I'm I'm just happy to be done. And in the process of that, because I went through a lot to get that done. Mm-hmm. And then the stuff I've been going through this week, girl, I've been talking to a lot of white people lately. And I've been talking to them in terms of, because, you know, for a lot of white people, I'm their only black friend. Mm-hmm. You know, they've, they, they've heard that they that need to others. do better. <laughs> okay, they've heard that they need to do better. And the Peace Queen is available. <laughs> I'm laughing safe. about it. But there's also groups of people that are coming together and, and heeding the call. Oh, okay. There's a new group called the South Sound Anti-Racist Project here in the 253. Oh, nice. And so I've been working with them. These are These are white folks that are just frustrated about all the stuff that's going on and they really want to use their voice and lift their voice in a different way. So, yeah, and so I've been immersed in that. So today, I'm just, I'm hoping we can explore just, you know, human to human, uh, the pollution that's out there and how people are just 
not being kind to each mm-hmm. other. And, and girl, we need a climate change. That's all I'm saying. You know, that's because these last couple of weeks, Peace Queen, Nobel Peace Prize, anti, you know, South Sound Anti-Racist Project, Intercultural Development. Whew, so girl, much. I don't know how you do it, girl, because I can tell you I get weary observing human pollution just in my day-to-day, especially when I'm traveling. Mm -hmm. Because when I'm traveling, I get to see a cross-section of humanity, specifically at the airport. Mm. Ooh, ain't the airport just an interesting Mm. research opportunity? Mm. If you pay attention at the airport, right? If you pay attention. Yes. And I do. Everybody. And not just at the airport, on the plane, the rental car shuttle, Mm. the hotels, Mm -hmm. when I go to the grocery store. It's just evident that there are many people out there who choose not to give any positive energy or kindness into the human universe. Yeah, and you raised the question when we were talking about the show, are you part of the pollution or part of the solution? Part of the pollution. That's what you said. Yes, I did. Because I live my life being part of the solution Mm -hmm. and rebuking the pollution. The pollution. Yes, ma'am. And let's talk about just real briefly... Just our whole concept for this conversation, because we were just brainstorming what are we going to talk about today mm-hmm. and how this going to come down. And and both of us are razor sharp focused on how do you be part of the solution to change the climate of hate mm-hmm. and um, disrespect and and just in no not, is, mistrust. Is there, mistrust. Is there such a thing as inhumanity? Is mm-hmm. that is that work? We're going to make up inhumanity if it, if it's not in yeah, the dictionary. Yeah, I mean, just, just choosing not to be and nice. It's, and it's free. That's and what gets to me. Being nice is free. Being nice is free. Being kind is free. Passing on a smile is free. There are all these Free things we have individually with that within our control that if we shared, if we chose to share mm-hmm. with others, it would make a huge difference difference and have a big impact on cleaning up the climate of humanity. Mm-hmm. When I look at, you know, I work from home. Mm -hmm. TV's on in the background. And the news comes on at 11. And I tell you, sometimes I have to turn it off. Because every story, from beginning to to the very last one. So you got 15 stories about death, illness, destruction, gloom and doom. Mm -hmm. And then that last one is always, this is the feel-good story. Mm -hmm. And I would like to see it the other way around. Yes. I would like to see 
the 15 stories of wowness and kindness and awesomeness and sharing and humanity. And then if some if something tragic happens, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I asked myself, hmm, is it that nothing good is happening out there? Or are we just so tied to the bad? Yeah, we choose to be to the bad. And it's it's really a shame, and I'm going to circle this back, because it's free. It does not cost anything for me to smile at you. Mm-hmm. It's like the lady at the store yesterday. You know, I'm always at the store. I'm a food hoarder. I don't know if I've shared that before. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard you admit it like that yeah. before, but I was suspicious. I, you were suspicious? <laughs> yeah, I hoard food. I really do. And you know, if you're hungry, come over. <laughs> I got, I got you a mini, got everything. I got a mini Safeway. I got a mini Fred Meyer. <laughs> I got, got everything in your freezer. In my girl. pantry, I got. Yes. You know how y'all have the food pantry at PLU? I mm. got the pan- girl. I can come over and shop. <laughs> so I was at the store yesterday, hoarding food, buying more food to that hoard you didn't need. that I did not need. Mm-hmm. And I was reaching for, uh, I opened up the freezer door, and what I wanted was down at the bottom towards the back. So I was leaning down, reaching down towards the bottom, and the and the door was kind of hitting me in the shoulder, kind of pushing me over a little bit. And then all of a sudden, it was easier. And when I pulled it out and turned around, this lady was holding the door for me. And I said, oh, my God, thank you so much. She goes, oh, yeah, I saw you struggling. That's the least I could do. I said, well, thank you. I really do appreciate that. And she said, you're welcome. She went on her way, and I went on mine. But that left me just that small, free, helpful event. Mm-hmm. It left me feeling so lighthearted and and nice mm. and kind. I mean, it just left me feeling warm. Mm. Well, girl, <clears throat> can I please tell you about my experience girl, today? Is it is it good, girl? Girl, I've I got mean, a feeling this about, is not going to be good. Girl, we talk about climate change. Okay, so now, you're gonna, you, this I'm is happy the... that you had that experience. Mm-hmm. So today I was at the Albertsons and um, I'm standing in line with my little groceries in my hand and. The line is clearly formed, and this white lady just walks in front of me and stands in line. Okay, and so you were already in line. I was already in line. Uh huh. And she so walked... she just walked right in front of me and stood in line. Oh, mm-hmm. just right in front of me and stood in line. And so I leaned into her. I said, "Excuse me, excuse me." And then she turned around and like her nose was all uh turned up, up. in the hair, mm-hmm. in the air, turned up. And I said, "Excuse me, the line is behind here." And she looked at me, well, you just go ahead and get in the front then. Oh. Okay, oh, now let me. Wait. Let, let, okay, yeah. And it was mm. funky, foul, all of that. Now, you and I know that Shaniqua is the bad girl oh, that lives inside of me. Oh, my goodness. Did Shaniqua we, come out? She was rising up mm. fast and furious. Mm. But when she, okay, so now we're talking about climate change. Because when she, at the speed of light that she rose up funky like that. Put the pollution out there. Because that was total pollution. The white man in front of me looked behind and he said, 
Y'all both go in front of me. You only got two items and you got three. Just go ahead. I got I the, the sign says 15 and I got 15. So just go ahead. Go in front of me. He oh, put it out there. Him. Bless him. So that was kind of a diffusal, but I still was but bubbling Shaniqua, up. Oh my God. Wee. And so then I so I'm like <laughs> <laughs> and then I got to the cash register. Now, sister girl at the cash register, I have never met her before. Mm-hmm. But I started the you ain't heard it from me. I ain't one to gossip moment. I said, girl, listen, I need you to recognize right now that I am holding myself back from call- causing an international, national, domestic incident, <laughs> if you will. Because I am about to cuss this woman out behind me. How dare her? I mean, girl. So you you venting you venting I, and I to said to her please allow me to vent. Uh huh. She leaned in and she was like, "Girl, what happened?" Ooh, <laughs> bless her. <laughs> Which diffused me. Yes. The fact that she even cared mm-hmm. about what was going on, and so then I was a like bleep bleep bleep. You this know, talking be, about mm-hmm. this heifer behind me. Mm-hmm. I said, and the blood of Jesus, I just raised my hand up and like I was throwing some holy water on her. And you know what she said? Amen, my sister. (laughs) And we claim it. That was all we needed. I mean, she said, and then she recognized. She said, whoo. She said, girl, I appreciate you for... um, for holding yourself in. Mm-hmm. I said, girl, thank you for even seeing me and acknowledging yes. me and recognizing me. I said, because that that was growth for me. Yes. I mean, it, it happened right there in the moment. So when we talk about human-to-human pollution, mm-hmm. it is so dimensional because people choose to, they just give it Disregard out. Disregard. Because and- first of all, I think the thing that pissed me off the most is that she rendered me invisible. Oh, yeah. She just walked up and stood in front to me. Okay, let me ask you. How okay, old, girl. What, what? What? How old was she? About girl, she was old. Oh, oh, like, like, like. Old. If you had pushed her down, would it been disrespectful push? I, I like, could have just on tapped a cane? her. Look, I could have tapped her and she fell over. Oh, is that kind of old? Yeah, that kind of oh. old. So then you know, mommy our, and daddy old. Yeah, mommy and daddy old. Because which oh. then our home training. That's probably why I didn't say because home training wise. Yes. You know we don't disrespect we don't do that. old, no, we old don't. people. Elders, no, we don't. So I had to cuss her out silently. Yes, yes. Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking, like Jaylene told us in the previous episode, what would happen if your parents were there? Right. And I'm thinking, if I cuss her out, I'm cussing out mommy and daddy. This is her thing. But heifer, no, I said bitch mm, in ooh, my mind. Because mm. she was just yeah. fat. Mm-hmm. Now think about, okay, let me just, let me just, Fast forward to the what if. Think about if that was a less seasoned sister. Oh. Okay. What if that was Shanika for real Mm -hmm. from around the way Mm -hmm. that hasn't had any kind of uh, schooling or mentoring Mm -hmm. to help her filter her mind? Black girl, you know, any kind of, uh, quote, ghetto stereotype that you could think of think about if if that girl responded to that woman's um pollution in the way the only way that she knows how mm-hmm. to defend and honor herself then the next thing you know that's going to be She's all a, about her oh yeah 
And she'll be in jail. And she'll be in jail or shot. Or shot. Sandra Bland, say her name. Yeah. Mm. Well, and uh, and may I just back up and say I'm sorry that happened to you. And I uh, and I am so proud of the way that you handled that. Thank you. And I'm loving Sister Girl. I don't know your name, but um, she was on shift about 12 o'clock at the Apple Sisters. At the Apple Sisters in Stillicum. 98499. Was that today? That was today. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Girl, Thank I you. Love Shout out. You. Shout out. Shout out. Because um, she diffused, it was everything. She, she, it, girl. Well, I'm just that's saying. what, and, and what that is, is that she, she didn't know you, you didn't know her. Mm-mm. And she allowed, she acknowledged you as human and took time out of her life to listen to someone who clearly needed an ear. Mm. And that was free. And it went a long way. And it was kind. And it was kind. And so she was part of the solution, not the pollution. There you go. Mm -hmm. Now the heifer that, Ooh, girl. I feel kind of I'm, bad calling her a heifer since she's old. I ain't stunning her. But she know better. The old, Okay, and I'm just saying, you can't be giving people, not in this day and age, you can't give them passes. I'm not giving her a being, pass. For uh, being toxic. I'm not giving her a pass. Okay. Because, see, I'd have followed that's, her out to her car. Okay, yeah, I understand. <laughs> but that's a whole call n- Pookie that's, and them later. That's mm-hmm. a whole nother story. Okay. But my what, uh, what I really would like to get out of today is having people raise their awareness of their contributions, their day-to-day contributions to humanity. Yes. And you don't have to have, you don't have to sit on some, some uh, grand board or, or donate lots of money to organizations or there's many different ways that you can contribute. Yes. And if you have nothing, if you have nothing else, you have the power of your choice. Mm. Free. Mm. Mm. And the power of choice, if we just imagine if we all chose, consciously chose to be Be kind. kind. Choose kindness. Every day with every person with whom we came in contact. Just imagine what that would be like with, if every single one of us did that. And there is no excuse not to. Mm, girl, I, I won't give a pass on that. There I'm, is no excuse. I'm just laughing because... I evicted Jaylene today, but I was kind. Oh, it was a kind. <laughs> I'm just. It was a kind eviction. It was a kind. That's a whole well, other story. I'm sorry. Let me, I didn't let me derail you on let that. Let me back up with my hip, <laughs> hypocritical self because I'm talking about you know I'm a fight kids in the earlier episode and <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna follow that lady out to her car, but I'll be kind but about it. Ooh, yes. I'm going to kindly punch you in your face, okay. girl. Oh, no, but no, but, okay, but listen, though. Listen, though. That in itself, let's unpack that for a second. It's all about the tone. And, I mean, you can deliver hard messages. Mm-hmm. You can, de- you know, deliver hard content to people. And you can be kind about it. You do not have to. Being nasty is a choice. Oh, my gosh. Being toxic yes. is a choice. And I'll tell you what gets on my nerves is when you are trapped within the toxicity. 
mm. or you are trapped with it's kind of like being in a in a closed room and somebody's in there smoking. Oh, and you can't get and out. And you can't get out. And so <laughs> you, Yeah. So you're you are inhaling <laughs> involuntarily having to inhale the smoke. Yeah. It's the same thing with with the toxicity. All right. When you are surrounded by when you are in the midst of people who are toxic and you are forced to be with them, you are inhaling that, but it doesn't mean that you can't get out of the room and go breathe some fresh air. Get fresh air back in your lungs. Yeah, you have to insist to get out of the room. Exactly. Intentional. And... What I see some people do, they not only breathe in that toxicity, they retain it and mm. then spread it. And then spread it. And then spread it again and spread it again. And <laughs> Okay, wait, 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 what? wait. You know what? Okay, you know what I'm thinking about. What? You know how we jam sometime when we're thinking up concepts and stuff mm-hmm. and we were trying to think up a concept about being messy that kids mm-hmm. could um kids could relate to. And you gave me that idea of the dog poop. Oh, oh. <laughs> right? right? That's true. You gave me the idea. Let's talk about Stepping that. in the mess. Yeah, stepping in the mess. Yeah. Let's talk about how people, you know, the consequences or the choice of not stepping in the mess. Talk, tell them about that. Well, that we, was based, on, that a, was classic, that's based on, a tr- on a true story. When, um, when my niece, your daughter, was mm-hmm. in high school. Mm-hmm. In 10th grade, and she that's when I used to work in, at uh, night, and I would get off in the mornings. Mm-hmm. And anyway, she got sent home from school. And I said, what are you doing? Well, I got, they told me to go home. And I said, well, what happened? <laughs> I, I was sitting up in class, minding my own business. I didn't do anything. I said, so you sitting in class minding your own business and, and somebody just walks in and say, get up, go home. <laughs> you got to go. I said, that sounds kind of funny. Well, no, what, see what happened was, and I knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. So some, the the issue wasn't even with her. It wasn't her stuff. Mm-mm. Something was going on. There was a disagreement going on between two other people in her class. They were arguing or whatever. And then she decided to have an opinion and or perspective and or take a side within that argument. And then all and then three she got people, mm-hmm, got caught up. all three people, now three since she has inserted herself, got in trouble mm-hmm. and were sent home. So I looked at her and I said, hmm. I said, well, let me tell you what I just heard you say. I said, matter of fact, let me show you. <laughs> yes, girl, this was such a brilliant stuff. So I stood up. I said, so you're walking down the hall. Let's pretend like you're walking to your locker. You're walking down the hall, minding your own business. And then you look ahead and you see a pile of mess. Basically a pile of dog shit. Dog mess. Mm-hmm. Pile of dog mess. Now you see it. And you stop. And you look at it, mm-hmm. and you say, "Wow, wow, that's, yep, a, that's mess. a pile of mess right there. Mm-hmm. That's dog poop." So you know what it is. Yep. And then you said, "Oh, mm. okay." 
and you keep walking and you step right in it. I mean, you stepped in it. Now, you saw it, but you stepped in it anyway. And then, now you're walking down the hall, sliding your leg behind you, trying to get that mess off your feet. Yes. But you couldn't get it off. Yes. And that's then that's when you, they came in. And, but 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 you also said you might have forgot this part. This was profound. Is like as you try to get it off, you spread, spread it, it everywhere, everywhere and you stink it and you stink it. It's your stink now. Oh, that was so you profound, own the stink, Louise. You funky. Yes, you funky, and you funky off of somebody else's mess. All the way, you could have avoided that because you saw that mess and you saw mm. it before it was coming. Girl, yeah. that is profound on human pollution. People, people walking around, stepping in mess that ain't even theirs. Not you theirs. Know, that's some funky foul. That's funky foul mess right there. Well, mm, the thing mm, is, mm. the thing that uh, puzzles me to this day is that grown people, grown people. Now she was a teenager, mm-hmm. but grown people do this. Mm. Grown people, grown people do this. And they're doing it without a clue because we got to go to break. But when we come back, I want to tell you about this big old, I'm going to say, I'm not saying microaggression. I'm going to say a macroaggression that happened to me this week. All right. In my space with people that was in charge, how I handled it. Human pollution. Oh, it was... Girl, it was smog. You can't even see Ooh. nothing. It was, and you know how the in Tacoma, the Tacoma aroma Roma, back uh-huh. in the day when it was smog and stinky. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like that. It was all of that. Okay, I can't wait. We'll be back in a moment. This is Alaska Airlines mileage plan MVP Nate Bowling, host of the Channel Two Five Three sister podcast Nerd Farmer. Hope and I are setting off on a new adventure. We're moving to the Middle East for the next few years and exploring a new culture. Don't worry, don't worry, the Nerd Farmer podcast isn't going anywhere. But do you know what is coming with us? My Alaska Airlines mileage plan. Here's what's cool. Alaska has more than 15 global partners, which allows me to earn and use Alaska miles even when I'm not flying Alaska. So if I leave SeaTac and fly direct to Dubai on Emirates on an eligible fare, I'm going to earn Alaska miles on that flight. That means whenever I fly home, I'm going to be racking up some insane miles that I can use to book future travel. If you have an international vacation plan, Check out the list of Alaska Airline partners like Japan Airlines, British Airways, Cathay Pacific, Qantas, and a whole lot more. Enter your Alaska Airlines mileage plan number when you book with Alaska Global Partners and watch those miles add up toward elite status on your next trip. My thanks to Alaska Airlines for their continued support of Channel 253. Learn more at alaskaair.com backslash global partners. Welcome back, listeners, to What Say You, Hey, Sister. Oh, hey, hey. Okay, girl. Girl, what? Okay, let me tell you about this week. Mm. Okay, I this is a macro aggression. What? That happened to me um, from a person that's in charge oh. at my workplace. Okay, so I'm going to have to talk in code. Okay. But, um, so I, this was on a... On a weekend, you know, I'd be working all kind of hours. Mm-hmm. So this was on the weekend. 
and uh, I get to work, and I see there's a big meeting at, at my job, and so all important people are there. And I pass by a little tripod of people that are talking, and I see the head person and um, somebody else that's important, and then a new person that I hadn't seen, which is a, was a black man that I hadn't seen before. And I'm like, mm, I wonder if he's part of this new, uh, if he's new to the head person group, mm-hmm. right? But I just kept walking because they were talking. And so I rounded the corner. I started to go downstairs. And then it looked like um, this person was behind me. I saw him coming in the same direction. And so I went back upstairs to say hi to this person. So I said, hi, I'm Melanie. And as this person, the black male, Uh was coming to me to respond and say hi to me, this white man head person, head uh-huh. head person, mm-hmm. comes up and says, oh, let's see, how did he put that? Oh, Melanie, I see you're harassing our new person. What? Yeah, he chose the word harassing. Harassing. Okay. Harassing? Le- harassing. Hmm. Oh, Melanie, I see you're harassing mm-hmm. our new person. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now let's just dissect this. Because okay. my immediate response was, why you got to say <laughs> harassing? What you talking about? Who you calling harassing? I said, why you got to say harassing? Why you choose that word? And I looked up at the person and stuck my hand out. I said, hi, I'm Melanie. It's very nice to meet you. Now, the sad thing about this is that this head person that's in charge of all kind of stuff, clueless. 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 Mm-hmm. But in that moment, Melanie I see you're harassing. That is the macroaggression of angry black woman. And, um, yeah, just, is that how you see me? Yes. Is yes. that how you see me? Yes. You know, with all the freaking amount of effort yes. that I give to this space in my heart and soul, you see me as a harasser? Okay. So Girl, let me see. oh, I'm still I, I, upset mm-hmm. about that. And let me so let me break this down for break it. I'm going to break this down for some of our listeners. I know. Like, oh, it still hurts me right now. Let's break this down. I'm going to break this down. Some of you out there may think, "What in the world is the big deal? Why is she mad?" He was just joking, wasn't he? Just joking. I mean, that's. And let me explain to you why this is a macroaggression. It is a macroaggression. Because, well, let me ask you this. How well do you know that? that I know this person. I've never, this person has never seen me other than in a professional um, perspective. You know, doing my freaking job, adding value to the community. So y'all don't go out. We don't go out. We don't don't have that kind of relationship. relationship. Uh -uh, This person is in charge. And when I say in charge, I mean like at the top of the food chain. So... It is a macroaggression for, number one, this is the first time that you are meeting this new person. The black man. Mm -hmm. And number two, that the choice of words harass do represent subliminally for him, clearly because he didn't check himself, but harass means to pick at and to bore into, if you will, and it's aggressive. And that's how he chose to portray you. Me, 
to in this front of to this new person. This new person. I guarantee you that that word harass would not come out of his mouth if it if you were someone else. And, and for someone being in charge, for someone being in charge, he should be business savvy enough, if nothing else, to go to the introductions. Oh, Melanie, I see you're meeting the Mr. new person. Or, or let me introduce let you me to. Let me introduce you that's to. The, that would be that would be the norm. So I understand why why you're upset with that. And my stomach hurt. I mean, I was so angry. And then you got <clears throat> organizations and companies that profess their equity and inclusion and diversity goals. And then you got the head people mm-hmm. walking around insulting in a microaggressive uh, microaggressive way the people that are trying to hold true to the work that you say you're doing and you don't get a clue. So then that burden then sits in my belly. I was mad for like three or four days. And then, girl, you know what? This what? is what I said to myself. What? Okay. I'm a phone a friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who'd you and phone? And I thought, well, I just had mommy in, in my mind. Mm-hmm. And you know, mommy strategically has taught us how to navigate white spaces. Mommy said, keep white folks on white folks. Correct. Keep white folks on white folks. And so that is not my um, fight to bear at this point, the way that I see it strategically. Oh, no, you would, you because would not gain any I wouldn't gain favor anything. Or, or you wouldn't gain anything Yeah, from if that. I bucked up uh, Buck against up. them and make a, you know, make a big stink about yes. it, I tried to lift my voice. Then you would be harassing. Right? I tried to lift my voice in the moment and say, why you got to choose this word? Oh, that But he still work. didn't even get it. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, I had to call a white person that I trust, one that I see as an ally. Mm-hmm. And when we're talking about ally building in an anti-racist system, this is how you earn your stripes as an ally. You don't get to white people. You don't get to call yourself allies. You have to, like, do the be work. in the trenches and do the work. Mm-hmm. So I had to call someone that I um, resolve, re, uh, hold in high esteem as an ally and say, I got to ask for help because mm-hmm. this one can't go. This can't go past. This is our head person. Mm-hmm. This is a head person, you know, that, that can just walk around and drop microaggressions like that and and not be accountable. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. No, and I do this in the name of, right, equity and inclusion. How else they going to know if you don't speak up? They won't. But why we got, I, I'm why just got to keep doing it. it? You're tired. You're tired. Damn it. And so, listen, the, uh, well, first of all, were, was your ally able to assist? Yes, my ally is And awesome. the correction. Okay. Yeah. It's still in progress. It's in progress. Yeah, but, but my ally is awesome. So I'm going to bring this t- around back around to pollution, the pollution and being part of the solution. Mm-hmm. So you you were part of the solution on that one because that could have gone way sideways, way left. Now, you're not in a space to show kindness. <laughs> <laughs> However, you did not pollute. Sometimes that's the best we can do. Let me let me be clear. We are not perfect. We are not perfect. So if you cannot be part of the the human solution, 
just make sure you're not you're not polluting. If you can't send out kindness, if you can't do kindness, just make sure you're not polluting. Don't add to the toxicity. So I think you handled that well because you did not add to the toxicity. I feel your pain on that because there are times when you just get tired because it's, it can seem, and when I say you, sometimes as a person of color, black specifically, black woman even more specifically, sometimes you just get tired. Why do you have to go through your life? You live your life, you do well, you're kind to everybody, and still these microaggressions come at you, the macroaggressions come, you got to be running around getting allies. Why can't you just live? Get Why tired. Why can't you just be? With that said, with that said, if we can contribute to the solution and give kindness. If if you are a white person in America, I don't care what your socioeconomic class is, if you are white in America, you can give out some human kindness. You hear me? Word. There is no excuse for you not white people to give out human kindness on a daily basis that's how you can be part of the solution mm, and why and it's free it's I, free and i'm saying you know because i don't want people to get their panties in the bunch why are you picking on white people okay i'm saying that because right I'll now white you. folks you need to like lift your voice yes you know this this being silent and in the closet and and not uh you know, being frustrated about what you can't do and what you don't know what to do. The things that you can do that are in your purview is being kind. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And and can you allow me, please? I'm talking when, when we say climate change, mm -hmm. climate change is leadership. Yes. Yes. Okay. Let's yes. talk about leadership. Yes. And how you show up. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about these folks that you're in charge of work teams and things of that nature. Okay, Louise, let me tell you another story that I came across about this week is... Um, one of the uh, areas where I consult, I'm hearing about um, the the CEO is a black woman, mm -hmm. and the CEO made an administrative choice to promote or elevate another woman that is of color. Mm -hmm. How does the workforce get to be in an uproar and tell the CEO what they can't do? What? Yes. What? Okay. How does how does that get to happen? How do white folks get so empowered and emboldened <laughs> that they gonna just clap back on the CEO to say we don't we don't agree with your agree with your choice? You don't get to promote this other woman of color. That's the white privilege, right? though. That's that white is privilege the white showing privilege. Because mm -hmm. the white CEO, white male, before then, I promise you. They would not do that. They would never mm -mm. do that. The, even with 45, the no. person that's in the office and all the crap that, that that person as president is doing. If Imagine if that was Obama. Oh, dear Lord. Dear oh, Lord. girl. I can't even start talking Don't about that. Don't even get because us the, started. The hypocrisy, the hypocrisy is so deep and and... The, the wind blows wherever the lie is. Yes. So there's never, there is never any, ugh, let me just stop. 
Okay. I want to stay on stay in the track. Lane. Let's 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 go back to leadership because uh, climate change is leadership. It is. It is. And I am going to my last breath say kindness is free. You make a choice to give it. And if every one of us did it, that's the solution to what we're dealing with now in this world, this United States of America. Mm. That's what we're dealing with now. Girl, speak That people, too many people have opted out or consciously choose not to participate in giving human kindness. And for those people, I say shame on you. And I'm going to say it again. If you are white, if you are white, Mm. there is absolutely no reason for you not to contribute human kindness. It's free. You hear me? And if you are white, if you were white, you got the power. Okay? You got the power to change one way or the other. And I'm talking to you 45 people. You mm-hmm. hear me? Mm-hmm. You 45 people. The people that openly or behind closed doors support the Trump man, and we all work with them, see him every day. If you, I'm talking to you specifically because you are the problem. You hear me? You are the problem when you are okay with people being mean to people. When you are okay, oh, yeah. when you are okay Just break it with, down, that, with that person in the White House being. You can't don't and please don't tell me you separate yourself from the you're different than what your vote was because you voted for a man. You voted for a man and you support a man who is mean. He is not kind. And there is absolutely no argument to that fact. Mic mic drop, boom, shakalaka. None. So you are contributing to the pollution. White people support Trump. You are the issue. I'm not talking about, I don't give a, and let me make this very clear. I am not talking about who you're, what party you're with. I don't care. And I will not get sidetracked on that. It's always about the left or the right or the Democrat or the Republican or the socialist. That's not it. Mm -mm. We're talking about you as a human being, who we are as humans. Mm. Not This ain't politics, boo. This take the politics out of Uh -uh. it. Do not try to escape under that rug. I'm talking about you, the way you look yourself in the mirror every day, that person. And in order for us to change our climate, our human climate, you got to get on board 
with being kind. With being kind. And contributing. Contributing your kindness. But you sis- hear me? The sister. Girl, I felt like I was really talking to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I got caught but up. Sister, caught you're, up. you're passionate. I, I am. I feel your passion. Because it's so simple, man. It it's so sister, simple. It is that simple. I get it. And we promised ourselves that we weren't going to give those people our attention. I know. Okay, we want our message to be I just called them out. Yeah, you called it out. That was a call out. And that's enough on that. I called them out. That's been on my my heart. I'm Mm -hmm. so glad you got it out. Mm -hmm. Let's let's bring that back around. We're talking about human to human pollution. And um and and how to change the climate. So we want to talk to people that want to hear about it. Mm-hmm. We want to talk to people that are thinking, oh, my God, what can I do? Thank you for raising my level of consciousness to this to know kindness is free and that I got some skin in the game. I can do something. So just the simple things. Just the simple things that we've been advocating. Look some people in the eye oh, my this goodness. week. Just, just look them in the eye and say hi. Good morning. How are you? And seek people out that are different than you. Yes. Okay, that look, that that just appear to be different than mm-hmm. you in every way that you can think about. Good Good afternoon. I How love. How are you? Hold the door open. Yes. Lift the freezer up. You lift like the you freezer up. Said. I love, um, and I've always done this, I love complimenting people. So when I yes. think... Like, you know, when you're walking around or doing whatever and you say, oh, God, your hair is cute. I say it out loud. Oh, yeah. your, your hair is cute. Or, oh, I like that shirt. Yes. Now, yesterday, <laughs> this was at Fred Meyer right. and my, my you know, hoarding Which spree. Which one is yours? 19th, 19th or 72nd? 19th. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, we in the 253, so we're talking about the 19th Street, Fred Meyer, or the 72nd Street. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I don't know if this was kindness or harassment. Okay, I'm go, bring, go, go. <laughs> I'm going to use that word. Go I'm with sorry. it. Go with it. But I was getting some fruit. Not fruit. I was getting the bell peppers. And I turn around, and there is this guy. First of all, he's in the military. He had his military fatigues on. He's about, oh, God, he had to be about 6'3", six, 6'4", six, real tall. tall. Mm-hmm. Was he dark and handsome? Oh, no, he wasn't. He This was the white man. Okay, okay, okay. He was about... Because you know I'd be um, looking for a husband. Well, mm, girl. <laughs> I'm sorry to I ain't seen any husband material in there. I'm not looking for one, but I'll start checking it. Okay, go back. I'm sorry. So he's about 6'3". He was, oh my God, his eyes. Because when I turned around, I basically was getting ready to bump into him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he had these like hazel eyes. <laughs> And his mm. hair was dark, and his, his eyebrows and eyelashes were perfect. So you saying he was fine? Was fine. fine. I mean, like breathtakingly <gasps> fine. Like my Heart jaw, be still. My jaw just my dropped. And so, what did I do? Hey, I was like, oh my god, you are so fine. You so beautiful. And he, I said, ooh, ooh, ooh. Girl, and he <laughs> he looked, uh-huh. he looked down, you know, because he's tall, and then he blinked, uh-huh. and then he froze for a minute, and then he goes, oh. Thank you. Okay, thank you. I said, ooh, you are welcome. And I kept on moving. Now. Kept it moving. 
I think that was kindness, but <laughs> I think I might have scared him. <laughs> he wasn't expecting I don't that. Know if that was, I don't know if that was thanks or fear in his eyes. But <laughs> So if you out there, you know who you are. I, I apologize if I scared you. I meant that as an act of kindness. But girl, you mm-hmm. told, I think he was in the same friend Maya when you told me about the little girl the little that came girl, around. Oh, and, oh, that warmed my heart. Tell the audience she about was, that. So this was on a different trip. They know me in there. Uh, but I was, uh, yes, I was pushing, uh, coming for out, out from one aisle, then, you know, kind of coming down the main aisle, and I'm pushing my cart, and I see, ahead of me, I see a, a, a lady, she's looking at something, and then there's a little girl, a little girl's about uh, seven. And as I'm pushing my cart past them, I hear, hi, friend. Hi, friend. Yes. Hi, hi friend. And I turn around, and I'm like, oh, hey, how are you? I'm good. What's your name? And I said, oh, I'm Audrey. And I said, what's your name? And I've forgotten her name Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. I forgot. But her name began with an A because I remember saying our names kind of sounded alike. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, oh, my. I said, "Um," said, now, how old are you? She goes, seven. Can I ask you a question? And I said, sure. Now, the whole time, her mother— is still, you know, reading what the back of some box or something. She's not the paying labels. attention. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Long story short, she says, what do you do? I think I t- talked about this already. What do you do when somebody bullies you? Oh, she's, yeah, I don't know. I thought Tell I talked again. about this in another this episode. But anyway, what do you do? What do you do when somebody bullies you? And I said, well, wow, I don't really, I don't really have bullies. But then I started telling her about how they used to talk about my lips being mm-hmm, so big mm-hmm. when I was little. Mm-hmm. I said, I just ignore them. It hurts sometimes. And it turns out that she had two girls that didn't want to be her friend. Aww. Yeah, it was very sad. And she was asking for help. Yes, asking she for was. Mm-hmm. And, and she's I, seven. Seven. Oh, she was so remarkable. For seven, she was she was an old soul. But that has everything to do with the parenting. Uh, it too. has every, and I I wound up chatting with her for a little while, mm-hmm. and then the mom finally turned around, and I told the mom, um, I said, I said, congratulations, you are raising a remarkable young lady, and she said, she said, oh, thank you, and I said, and I really like the way that um, she, the energy that she gives so freely. She goes, yeah, she's special. She's always been like that. So I asked, could I get a hug? And she said, yes. So I bent down, gave her a hug. And she gave me a real hug. A real hug. Like two-handed a, hug. a two-handed tight hug. Love it. And I said, well, it's very nice to meet you. I said, you take care. And she said, okay. And then I turned around. I'm getting ready to push my card away. And she goes, oh, my friend. And I turn around. She goes, they're giving away free cookies over there in the bakery. Don't forget to get them. <laughs> oh, my I goodness. said, well, good looking out. Thanks Thank you so much. Out, Isn't that sweet? Kindness can come from the babies. You know, those in the middle. I mean, it's free. It's free. It's free. And we have, I mean, I... I love this topic that we chose today, sister. I don't think people put it in the context of human pollution. Mm -hmm. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. Human pollution, a need for climate change. And we can change the climate. We are the solution. We are the changers. And I'm telling you another. um, So I like to compliment people. 
and not just running around looking for people to say something about. I when I'm think when I see it, I think it, I say it. And I also like to smile. Mm-hmm. I also like to engage in random conversation in line. I always, always say please and thank you. And I remember uh, this was many years ago. I had stopped at this convenience store for something like a 7-Eleven or something. And I asked for whatever I wanted. And I said, may I have such and such, please? And then the person gave it to me and I said, thank you. And the person behind the counter goes, wow, you're so nice. Mm. And I said, I that am. didn't set the bar low, didn't it? Yes. And he goes, nobody ever says please and thank you anymore. <laughs> and I said, really? I said, oh, well, I said, I'm sorry that you're not getting that. I said, you deserve it. Mm. But that's free. It's free. Kindness is free. Sister, I appreciate this conversation today. I feel like we went we went up the mountain, came we back down again, do. and went. Um, but I think that my takeaway, most importantly, at least here in the South Sound, is my uh, white friends that created this South Sound anti-racist mm-hmm. project, and they, I mean, they are they are facing. This let, let let me just quickly tell you before we go quickly tell you how I met them because it was on Facebook uh-huh. right and someone had posted uh, no my friend Holly had had posted in response to some hate thing that you know how hate is regular about how frustrated uh, she was about this hate stuff and girl you know I probably had two glasses of wine Uh-oh. or something but. Uh-oh. So you joined the group? So I did a a (laughs) drunk rant. But I was like, I am so sick and tired of white folks telling me how frustrated you are. You know, are you frustrated when you're at at home or in the board meet at home, for example, with Uncle Billy Bob is inappropriate at the Thanksgiving table mm-hmm. or something um, racist is said at, in the boardroom or these these um, n- nonprofit organizations that you sit on that the boards are lily white and you sitting up there and not saying a word about anything. I mean, I need your frustration to go into from action. just being frustrated mm-hmm. into action because as a black woman, you know, living in America, I mean, girl, I was way oh. up there on the mountaintop, okay? And I, I, oh. it, it must have been about eight or nine paragraphs oh my worth of stuff. And then I pressed send. Uh-oh. I was so, um, what's the word I want to use? I was so uh, uh, pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. at the responses. And one woman, her name is uh, Christy Gladhill. She went so far as to private message me and ask if she could meet with me because she was so taken by my uh, honesty and authenticity and that she wanted to do something. Mm -hmm. So long story short, I ended up meeting with her, giving her time because, you know, I don't do I don't do white folks in denial. Right. Right. And so I just felt like. She was earnest. Uh-huh. You know, her her outreach was honest. So I was like, yeah, okay, I'll give her some time. And so she and I, we met, and I, ooh, I'm just going to have to say, go, Christy. Go, Christy. You know, she laid her vision out, and then you, we're going to fast forward, because that was in the summer. Mm-hmm. And so we're fast forward now. She has created the South Sound Anti-Racist Project, 
they invited me to the meeting because uh, she wanted me to be a part of it. I said, no, I ain't being a part of it. This is white folk stuff. Mm-hmm. That It only needs to be white folks. Not Don't be murking up the mess. Y'all right. just get in together and do the work. Mm-hmm. And she received that. She invited me on Thursday to just come talk about how uh, they could do the intercultural assessment. I talked about that at the top of the hour. But when I got there, I mean, they got like, 50 or 60 people that are on point with, yeah, I'm rolling up my sleeves. Yeah, I'm a white person. Yeah, I'm frustrated. Yeah, uh, I don't know what to do. But, yeah, you know what? I'm ready to do. Yes. And so, that is awesome to um, hear. If you're on Facebook, just look up South Sound Anti-Racist Project. And that's what um, I want to leave you with because they are doing the work. They know what kindness is. And they've accepted accountability for uh, the pollution. Mm-hmm. And they are working on being part of the solution. Part of the solution. Yeah. So for that, I'm Go super, ahead. super excited that there's a there's a movement yes. in our community. And maybe others will follow. But, yeah, I'm just going to say human pollution, human to human pollution. You're, you're, we need a climate change. Get on board. Be part of the solution. It's free. Drop the mic. Peace. Thank you for listening to What Say You. If you have conversation ideas or want to follow up on what you heard, please contact Melanie by email at melanie at missmelanie.com. M-E-L-A-N-N-I-E at M-I-S-S-M-E-L-A-N-N-I-E dot com. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. The What Say You podcast is part of the Channel 253 network. Check out our other shows, Nerd Farmer, Interchangeable White Ladies, Citizen Tacoma, Crossing Division, Flounder's B-Team, and We Art Tacoma. This is Channel 253.